Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Thank you very much for listening to the best value from your bank. Think again. Text number. You can email afternoon at newstalk.com or uh, tweet me at Tom Happens. Um, so um, happy to say it is time for Tell Me Why. Graeme Finley joins us from the School of Politics and International Relations at University College Dublin. Uh, good afternoon, Graeme. How are you? Not bad. How are There's, you? There isn't intro music for you or anything like that I, that I've I've been complaining about this for years. I would have thought you said your own theme tune by now. Uh, no. So if any super wealthy yeah. sponsors out there want to sponsor Tell Me Why, I'm yep. available to work cheap, I, I, and, uh, yeah. and and some theme music would be most I, I think welcome. Even without a sponsor, I think it's the kind of slot that just needs to be ushered in with some fitting music. Maybe they could just use the dun 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 sting until then. I don't know. You know. That might um, get tiresome. <laughs> <laughs> Today's question is really it's two questions. Uh, really, the question is why do our voices get deeper and we get shorter as we age? Yeah. So this came in from one listener. Yeah. So presumably um, the listener is concerned about all of the effects of aging, but these are the ones which are affecting him or her right now. And it's, you know, the answer is all of the effects of aging affect all those things. It's, um, um, and I, I got the impression that this was not just as we go from, say, 12 to 16, but we're talking a little farther down the line in terms of the effects of aging, uh, because the effects on the voice, I'll start with the voice, because yeah. it's actually the most interesting in a way, because um, as we all know, sort of our voices get deeper when we go through puberty. Men uh, get uh, almost an octave deeper and, and, and women three tones deeper when, when they go through puberty. And then, you know, there's a sort of happy days where you have that voice for a while. Yeah. And then in middle age, um, your voices often get deeper again okay. uh, because the larynx where the voice box, where the vocal cords are, drops toward in the – thanks to gravity, among other things, like everything else slips south. So does the larynx. Uh, gets lower in the, in the throat and accordingly, it changes the resonation. It might be a little more resonant and, and, and seems in, becomes a little deeper in many people. Uh, and then – uh, as you grow older still, when you leave middle age, right. um, men's voices often go up, up. and uh, women's voices tend to go down. Right. And I was very surprised by this yeah. because I, I've tended to just watch famous singers and how their voices progress. And I've, I've always taken great heart from this Sinatra. I'm thinking of Sinatra, who seemed that his voice just got better and better as he went on. Well, that's great. you know. And, uh, and I just heard a fantastic interview with Tony Bennett. Who, yeah. um, who stopped touring um, because he has a variety of issues, but his voice is pretty incredible as well. I saw him singing with Lady Gaga. They, they've done a song together and his voice is beautiful. He's incredible. Um, beautiful. Yeah, and a very interesting guy, just beyond the actual singing part. I, I know he has other issues going on, but, but I, I've seen this before, that singers, when they sing, seem to almost cast off those other issues. It's like the, the party that sings isn't affected. Yeah, well, I think what's going on there is what you can do about preserving your voice into into um, older age. Uh, and, and so maybe we can talk about the bad part, but basically cut to the chase. You'll have to do exercises. It's good to do vocal warm-ups before you, you, every day and so forth. This is not just for you and Pavarotti, but, you know, well, the late Pavarotti and Tony Bennett. But, uh, but for everybody, if you want to preserve your voice, there are things you can do. But you're fighting a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, and it, basically every aspect of aging contributes to your voice changing. Um, so things which you might not, things which you would know would be related, everything sags, you lose muscle mass, and you lose flexibility. Now, that doesn't just apply to your vocal cords and your voice, but everything, everything. right? Yeah. And uh, But it really does affect the voice. Um, and so it's not going to be as powerful as right. before. 
It's um, it's not going to be as flexible as before. And in fact, um, in men especially, it can open up a sort of space between the vocal cords so they don't close all the way. So you lose a lot of power. It can be tremulous. It can be sort of um, uh, almost break into falsetto at various points. It, you know, this is what explains why none men's voices are going up. No, none of it is good. No. Um, and and, and um, you'll want to counteract that. Similarly, lots of things you might not think of immediately, like your hearing. If your hearing also goes as you get older, especially if you're a rocker, um, I, I think, or my misspent youth, I blame. I went to The Who in 1980s and I've never been the same. You know, um, if you can't hear the higher registers, that's going to affect your voice. And if you can't even hear yourself very well, that's going to affect your voice. There are neurological aspects. Um, your teeth um, become less good. Your gums might recede. And, and that's going to affect your voice. Right. Everything has it out for your voice, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, this change can be quite dramatic. And of course, finally, if most people become more hoarse over time, yeah. especially if your diet like mine isn't so great, you know, you might get acid reflux and that's bad for the voice. If you smoke, terrible for the voice. And on and on it goes. So all of those things can lead to your voice becoming hoarser and, and, and higher. And if you're concerned about it, you should really talk to your, your GP, at least in the first instance, because as always, this can be a symptom of something very serious, whether it's benign polyps or cancer or lots of other things. So um, and of course, when you think about some of these singers, some of these singers have battled through polyps yeah. and, and, you know, it's really, really hard on a singer. But one thing they have going for them is that they've taken care of their voice, ideally, for for decades and it comes down to to sort of basic uh things you do for your voice again vocal warm-ups you can hum into a straw and straws of varying lengths for 15 minutes a day that's really good for the voice no one's going to do that no one's just, going to do that yeah no, to, you're honest. not even doing it no I bet, no you know? no and um, when you're talking about lo loss of muscle mass yeah what's going through my mind there is they say once you reach a certain age buy some weights uh, and just do simple repetitions on your arms and, and crouches and all those kind of things. Can you do the same thing? Or is the straw the same thing, really? Well, you can voice? actually do that, lift the weights for yeah. your voice. Because um, one of the muscles which is relevant uh, are the muscles of the chest. Right. And even bone brittleness, which is a, related to height, which we'll talk about in a sec, but... Um, also affects your voice. So your whole body is devoted to producing the voice. So if you lose muscle yes. mass in your chest, which you will, right, you, um, you know, it becomes less resonant. Um, you become, you have worse posture, which is also important for height. Uh, you have, uh, you know, it's going to lead to your voice becoming less resonant, less deep. You're going to be less able to achieve those bass notes. And, and so, yeah, you, those exercises for your body are good for your voice. But then, yes, you should exercise your voice. One of the saddest parts of my research for this is for older people, um, all of the people who are advising you how to take care of your voice, um, you know, a lot of things we should all do, like not smoke, um, don't drink too much alcohol, eat right, all the things you, you hear about, everything else. But one of the saddest thing was, you know, use your voice every day. Yes. And one of the problems for older people is they may not talk to someone every day. And that was sort of the sad moment. And so they say, read a newspaper article aloud and or, you know, go talk to people at bus stops and things like that. But yeah. that that really brought home why sometimes, you know, yeah. older people's voices might might fail them. Now, women's voices tend to go down and that's because hormonal changes um, tend to thicken the vocal uh, cords. Right. Um, and and um, and so they have the opposite effect. And and again, they lose some of the m sort of moisture inside the vocal cords, the mucus quality changes. I know it's a really exciting subject, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> which leads to women's voices going down when they each older, older ages. 
It's all, may I say, very look after yourself is really what, you know, talking about speak daily, hum, sing, practice good hygiene, don't smoke, drink water, avoid whispering. Um, Yeah, whispering is harder than speaking. Uh, So so don't, I mean, whispering is really hard on your voice. Wow. Whispering Bob Harris, very famous presenter of (laughs) BBC TV. James Taylor's voice after 50 years stays the same, says Brendan Shalee. Tom Jones has never sounded better at 80 years of age. He does sound great. I bet he does lots of vocal. I mean, all these, I mean, this is not exactly a new discovery we made the other day. People knew how to take care of their voices. Now, suppose you don't want to do any of that stuff. There are things you can do which are more invasive, let's say. Um, You can get um, fillers. For your vocal cords, um, which are sort of collagen or fat fillers, injections, yeah. You can inject Botox into your vocal cords. Don't do this at home, but there are people who will do it for you. Or you can even get implants. Implants. Yeah. And and they call this, like, they call the the former um, thing a voice lift. A voice lift. (laughs) That's the collagen insertions. Uh, So it's a voice lift. Would that be something you would do under extreme circumstances where you can't speak? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The worst case scenarios, people really lose the ability to speak or it's really causing them trouble. I mean, it's um, it's really, really, really bad. You wouldn't just do it. Because you you want to sing slightly better. No, I don't think that would really work no, out. Don't do that. As a young person, I could whistle really well, and now I can't at all. Is that age related? Well, you need a steady stream of air, and of course, we become less yeah. strong and less able to have a continuous stream of air. So that could be part of it. You need a continuous stream of air to talk and to sing. And uh, to whistle. So that could be a product of aging. Singing is incredibly good for maintaining your voice, even if you do it. Yeah. Uh, just you don't sing professionally. You say. Thank God. Right. And I've noticed, I have to say, I'm just back in teaching classes and here I am. My voice is getting hoarser as I speak to you. It, Whereas it's 10 years ago. Yeah. It's literally not fit at this moment. Isn't that, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Here. I'm not. Your, your I'm voice not is not as fit. fit as it was. Hilarious. Um, Presbylarynx. Yeah, that's the older, that's an older larynx. That's the actual name for the medical right. condition of ha- having an older voice box. Bowing vocal cords doesn't sound Yeah, that's right. the, the separation of the vocal right. cords so you get the weaker. You better tell me about thing. height as well. We're getting sh- shorter as we age. Yeah, we all, all are getting shorter. Um, it's actually the same thing is uh, true of, of height as it is of the voice. So when you go through puberty, you start putting on bone density and uh, and growing a lot. You'll notice that, right? And um, in your early 20s, you reach peak, peak bone density and okay. also peak height in Perfect. the mid-20s. Funny we could stop it's there. all downhill from there. So all you lose downhill about, from your mid-20s. Yeah, you lose, you lose <laughs> after 30, you lose about a quarter to a third of an inch yeah. of height every, every decade. Right. Um, and... So that's just for everybody. That's perfectly normal. You'll use an inch, inch and a half by the time you're 60 or 70, right? But sometimes people lose a lot more. And then that's for all the same reasons. Um, your, your muscles get weaker. And again, the muscles of the torso, which are so important for posture. Posture is very important for your voice, yeah. but it's so important for posture um, because the quickest way to become short is to have bad posture okay. and, and to be slumped over. Uh, and if people develop a hunch or, you know, that can that can really take, uh, space off your height. Um, it's also not great for your voice. Um, so uh, that's one of the causes of it. But also the the, verte- the disc, vertebral discs, the discs between your vertebrae are, are mostly water. And so they um, lose water. They, they stop becoming quite so moist as you get older. And many of us will have experienced this quite painfully. Uh, and so you lo- that's where you usually lose most of your top to bottom height. 
um, beyond posture um, right. over the years because they just thin out and they, they, they're less flexible. Than and, and that's where um, when you go to bed at night, you're uh, smaller than you will be when you wake up. That's it. You'll, you'll be um, a, a, an inch taller when you wake up. I can only think of my height in inches. Um, I but think I in... have seen occasional people hanging by their uh, ankles to become taller. That, that also... It, I'm not sure that would work uh, because, I mean, now you, you will stretch yourself a little bit, but what's really doing the work here is the 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 moisture and all that rest at night and, and the fact that you're prone um, means that the, the discs can be refilled and become sort of as big as yeah. they're going to get, which is why you get out of bed and you're as tall as you're going to be that day. And then thing. all through the day, through gravity and yeah. walking around, you get shorter yeah. and shorter. Just downhill again. Yeah, and yeah. and also your ligaments in your foot, your foot arches become um, they become weaker and weaker. So your your feet become flatter, uh, and so you're you're going to lose a bit. Yeah. Of height I think there. gravity is the problem here. Gravity really. is the problem. Um, and again, they have not done, our friend. They've done studies on people in space to see what happens to them in terms of of their heights and so forth. It's not worth the trip into space, but no. uh, it does you know it does change around what, you know the daily effect of gravity. Another fascinating fact, uh, around the age of 35 to 40, you begin to lose more bone than is generated. Yeah, and, you know, that obviously brings lots and lots of problems with it. So um, you're much more likely to break bones. Uh, but again, you can, you know, your muscle mass, your, 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 sorry, your, your actual strength of your bones uh, and their density can contribute to height because it's harder to keep you upright yeah. and, and have that good posture. Again, diet can really, really help with your bones. And I know everyone's like, he's going to tell us to eat kale, isn't he? And he's like, yeah. yes, yes, I am. Broccoli and kale and all those good uh, Dark foods. green things, isn't it? You know, are good for bone growth, even if you're older. Now, the hardest part is you should start now, young people. Yeah. Um, if you really want to stay as tall as, as you can be. Uh, and again, height has important effects on how people live their lives. It's a heightest sort of thing, but it does seem like it has something to do with it. Um you should get in that exercise and and eat well and not smoke and don't drink in, in in moderation when you're growing in puberty and in your early 20s because right. then you're really laying down a good foundation yeah. for who's for going later. to do that indeed you know so I... while listening to henry's recent point it's it sounds like you know, there, it divides opinion out there. I was really heartened that the young people of today are not picking up a lot of bad yeah. habits in terms of smoking. And that's why these latest figures are somewhat concerning. Yeah, disheartening. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, all smoking is the worst, either for your voice or for your height. Yeah. Don't be doing it. Um, so a listener saying, is there any way to undo the damage of aging to your voice? I smoked all my life and I stopped at 60 and my voice is husky. Can I fix it? Yes. I, I mean, the biggest worry about smoking, and I'm not trying to scare the listener, is is cancer, right? Um, and, and, um, and all of these um, extremely negative things which can happen to your, your, your voice box, which requires surgery, are, are uh, 95% of them are caused by smoking. 95% yeah. of the cases of these, of these bad things are caused by smoking. So um, it's great that um, the, the listeners stopped smoking. But you can you can drink a lot of water. Again, you can avoid shouting and whispering. Right? You can eat well. You can, but use it. Join a choir or sing in the shower. Uh, do all those things. You can eat right, but 
you should and and you can do vocal warm-ups i mean i talk for a living at, yeah. at, at the university and i don't do vocal warm-ups but maybe i should start well, you should maybe try i i gave them a go there um about before covid when when we were doing a few more gigs and it the difference is huge huge and there's this little vocal things you can download a 10 minute warm-up and you can feel the difference in your voice after it so i would recommend it but you know i think the over overarching theme for everyone here is what you can do and it's really about your health right across the board, isn't it? It's exercising, eating well, working on, on your strength, your physical strength. Mm. And I just, I mean, we can't put the clocks back. We can't yeah. eat kale in our 20s anymore. Yeah. But, you know, again, I think the listener, there's a lot. That is the message to take away. The listener is right that there's a lot you can do right now. Posture is very, very important. But mostly it's just using it and trying to focus on on speaking in a certain way. And and that, I know it seems ridiculous to be humming for 15 minutes a day through different lengths of straw. Yeah. But uh, but apparently it really works. And and if, you, if you're if you concerned about your health and you go to the gym, why not pull why out not? a straw? Because it, uh, it really, really does work. Yeah. And, and Rita are, in Mayo is the listener there. I think, Rita, we're picking you as the person who's going to give the straw a go, if that's all right. <laughs> all right, and get back to us. <laughs> report back to us, please, how it goes. Um, but it, it is like if you, if you say you're, you know, 50 or 60 and you're wondering what you could be like when you're 80, it's what you do over the course of the next 10 or 15 or 20 years that's going to determine that. And you do have a lot of choices, don't you? Yeah. And again, I think one of the things which I was thinking about is the stereotypical older person voice is often a much higher voice. Yeah. Right. And again, what's interesting in women whose voices tend to get deeper is that they they definitely spoke and everyone spoke in a slightly higher register, but especially women a few decades ago. So there are cultural aspects of this as well. Our culture is really uh, much more prone to valuing lower yeah. voices, but also it to is. to. Um, uh, encouraging people to talk with lower voices. They've noticed that women speak with lower voices in general, but they, the specific study was in Australia. And they think that this change has had a lot to do with women's new roles in society. And and so the listener, Rita in Mayo, yeah. for example, you know, will not just have a naturally lower voice because she's getting older, like yeah. all of us, but also perhaps because she's doing different things. She's in different situations right. where she needs to have a lower voice. So Women don't tend to regret the lower voice, uh, okay. whereas men do tend to be quite concerned about a weaker and higher voice. Okay. So again, you can work on that. You can work on yeah. developing your resonance, all of those exercises, all of those things you're going to do, all of the, the reinforcing of your upper torso health is going to allow you to be more resonant. And you can be deliberate about it. I, you will, know. I will do as many of them as a human can. Uh, Graham, <laughs> thank you very much. It's always fascinating stuff. Um, uh, Graham Finley from the School of Politics and International Relations, University College Dublin. Tomlin with you, standing in for Sean today. We'll have more for you after this. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.